Hey, hey everyone. Wait, is it not everyone? Hey, hey everyone. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the query. query. Oh my god, turn it back for episode four. I think yes. four now. That's crazy. Which is, I know, insane. And we have very special guest Freya Amani. Thank you. Welcome Hi. to the studio. Thank you for having me. <laughs> So exciting. It's I love it. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Very disco vibes. Yes. So yes, but we're going to um, start out the questions with like the question we ask all the time. Cool. So what are your pronouns and what names do you go by and when? Um, so out of drag, I probably just go by he, him um, and Adam. Um, that's my boy name. Uh, and then in drag, she, her and Freya's fine. Yeah. You can call me Freya now. I don't mind. I'm not really too fussed about it. Yeah. 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 Love oh, it. It's okay with me. Love that. Um, so when was the first time that you did drag? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> straight into it. Yeah. Wait, no. <laughs> um, okay. First time I did drag, like performing or like got in drag or. I mean, whichever. whichever. The first time I ever like, like put on a whole thing and like tried it out mm-hmm. was the, the, la, 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 um, the end of 2019. So okay. right before covid yeah right before covid hit yeah i was i did like a horrible makeup look Mm -hmm. i got like a blonde wig a little shake and go i shook it and i put it on (laughs) i have the photo i'll show you guys later yeah Yeah, it looks horrible (laughs) i feel Um, like that's a trend of like getting into drag it's just like the shittiest stuff you can find yes it's it's like honestly like borrowing like your sister's like little dress and like putting on a flat wig and being like yeah puss let's go (laughs) (laughs) but yeah end of 2019 i guess you could say was the first time was there something that like prompted it or you just were like, I need to get in the gig? Um, I, don't, I mean, if I'm being honest, I honestly was, when I was younger, I really was that gay who was like, I'm not that gay. Like yeah. I would never wear makeup and uh-huh. here I am wearing heels <laughs> and a wig. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it was kind of just like, well, uh, drag kind of combined all the things that I really loved, right. like fashion and makeup and dance and acting and art. Um, so I kind of was like, well, I'm just going to give it a go. I'm just going to try. Mm-hmm. And then I tried it. Um, and yeah, it's just still doing it. <laughs> so did you do a lot of that sort of like theater stuff? Like when you were in school and everything as well? Honestly, no, not in school, mm. but I do have an acting degree. Oh, cool. I went to QT. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, it was fun. It was cool. I honestly did not think I was going to be like using that degree much. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, um, I had like the little acting gigs and I had all like the um, like musical theater and like the stage gigs that I would do. But I just, yeah, I, I wasn't really sure how I was going to use that degree. It's a hard industry to get into. Yeah. And because I, I, yeah. And when you're like, oh, I, I love acting and I love, mm-hmm. you know, I'm passionate about film and TV, but I'm not too sure if that's, you know, where I want to yeah, go and stuff sure. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's how it is with an arts degree. Like mm. my degree is so, like I'm studying entertainment, which is so broad. And I'm like, like I was saying to my friend just earlier today, she's studying teaching. So she, you know, goes, does her four years to study teaching and then becomes a teacher. Yeah. Whereas I go, I do my four years to study entertainment and then I leave. And then they're like, and I'm go. Like, oh, it's <laughs> so- I have like every avenue possibly that I could go down, but also none because I don't have the experience yes. or know the people. Well, because it's yeah. so it's competitive. Like, you know? Yeah, it's so mm-hmm. hard. You know, they didn't need like, as many entertainers as And you have to teachers. do so much networking to be able to like yeah. actually get opportunities. And like yeah. so much free work where you're like expected mm. to build oh It's all experience. Like, the amount oh. of like free work you do, especially for drag as well. Like mm-hmm. before, I mean, I don't know if it's different now, but when I started two years ago, which is 
still feels really recent, but drag queens who are starting now, it feels like they're starting off in a different way. When I started, it was like, you kind of have to do like a bunch of mm -hmm. like free gigs to really, you know, get seen and yeah. get, get your um, name out. Get your name out. Yeah. yeah. But now I, like I see a lot of like the baby queens. Some of them do um, still have to do that. But a lot of them, um, thankfully, they get like kind of good yeah. opportunities if they network um, in the, the right, right way. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, right. Interesting. Yeah. So on to drag and how you got into it yes. how did you choose your name oh my gosh um so i chose freya because i've always um found the name really beautiful hmm. um That's and it was a name that i found um was um north Mytho mytho norse mythology norse, yeah. oh my mm -hmm. gosh try saying that <laughs> three times fast um norse mythology yeah she's uh, freya is like the goddess of i think it's like of war and strength right. and love yeah, and beauty yeah. or something um i'm not Norse, but, <laughs> um, it's <laughs> but just I a, like it. Yeah, it's just a really beautiful name. I know it's like used across like a bunch of different cultures and stuff like that. But that was like the you know the strength and beauty yeah. and like female empowerment and stuff oh, like that's that. Cool. I really resonated with that because I grew up with four women um, mm -hmm. in my life, so I've always kind of had that feminine energy around me. Um, and then Armani is actually um, a play on my little sister's name because um, mm -hmm. when I first started drag she would pack my little suitcase for me oh, and like help me get I to gigs that. and, That's so and awesome. yeah I'd be like can you like hold this while I try and like hand oh, sew this hole yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that yeah so she used to help me um, when I was first starting um, and Armani is just a brand that my family has always really loved so mm -hmm. Freya Armani yeah just kind of came together yeah I don't yeah. know just, yeah that yeah. seems like I an easy that. Easy. Which is random because like I think when you think when someone's like oh my god think of a drag name you uh, you go yeah. like oh I uh, I don't like, know oh, yeah. but like yeah for some reason I was just like those names make sense yeah let's go with that yeah I love, <laughs> I love hearing Thank that's you. like one of my fave stories that we ask each person because it's like the name being so mm. different for everyone where like you know it's been like a trial and error where they've had like a different name first and they're like no 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 and they've workshopped to get to where it is mm. it's just like so interesting to hear yeah how each person's like adapted. finds it yeah 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 it's a fun story and you don't think i think people probably outside like watching drag probably think oh they just made up that name because it sounds cute yeah like, or some, or, yeah or like there's like lots of queens who like i'll have like play on names and stuff mm -hmm. like that um which i like i thought of as well like yeah. i was i thought you know like well that's what drag queens do but mm. then obviously when i learned and i was like no yeah, i want to go actually, down more yeah, do like a different route yeah, yeah. Like, do whatever you want mm -hmm. make your own path make your own journey yeah, yeah. so cool <laughs> yeah um, so you're very independent in your approach to preparing for drag performances. Mm -hmm. um, how did you learn all of that, like mixing your music and your outfits and your style and all of that? Um, well, I do perform a lot with my drag sister, Kim. So if we yeah. do like a group show or like a little duo together, we always um, kind of like sit down and flesh out the idea and the narrative um, and we like draw some designs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, when I when I am doing it solo, it's it's very similar. I I come up with a concept. Um, I find like songs that are relevant to that concept, and I kind of build the performance around that kind of narrative. Mm -hmm. um, unless it's like a like a fun spot number, and you're just like trying like yeah, there to have a good time. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, make the crowd feel good. That's different. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, for most of my performances, I do like storylines. I do like it yeah. to have like a beginning, middle, and end. Mm -hmm. Um, just cause it makes it more entertaining. I guess yeah. that might come from my, my theater background. Um, but yeah, I just find it more entertaining when I'm watching that. So I kind of want to emulate what I find entertaining, yeah, yeah. um, in, in, in my shows. So yeah, I kind of flesh that out. Um, I do design my looks as well. Um, and it's kind of just comes from like referencing and, mm -hmm. um, sometimes I'm a terrible drawer, but, um, sometimes you just sketch up some things and yeah. you're like, 
yes, a spike there. Yes, a yeah, pointed shoulder. That would be good. Lovely. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a lot of just like kind of playing. For me, at least, my creative process is a lot of just like playing with um, ideas and playing with concepts. Seeing and what works. Seeing what works, seeing what doesn't. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm never someone who's like, well, no, I wanted it this way. It's like, oh my God, it's not working. I'm so much more malleable, I guess, yeah, yeah. with my drag. That's a good it's, way of doing it. So, yeah, I just find it so easy to just kind of go with what's happening. And mm. like, if I can't get this or I can't get that done or this isn't realistic, I kind of just am a person who's e- like easily can be like, okay, that's not working. Let's yeah, move on. Move Let's on. change yeah. it. Let's make it more mm. like streamlined. Yeah. yeah. So you style yeah. your own looks and your makeup and everything as well. Yeah. So for any looks that need to be made, I um I design them. I get them made by the Hemingbird usually. Mm-hmm. Um, lovely little place. If you don't know who they are, check mm-hmm. them out. No, um, no, we know. We know. Yes. They get plugged like every episode. Yes, they would sponsor yeah, us, the Hemingbird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're amazing. That team is just yeah, very very close with them. They're lovely, lovely people, and they do an amazing job. Um, but yeah, and a lot of the time, like you don't always need to have a costume made up mm-hmm. sometimes um you know having that styling skill is enough as well um because it just means you can pull just, from you know, what you've got pull from what you got yeah. you can go shopping um because a lot of drag is a lot of like you, you can't really buy a lot off the rack yeah there's a lot i mean you could but like it just won't translate the same way in the same yeah. language of drag sometimes i feel like mm-hmm. drag maybe like early seasons drag race which is like mm-hmm. 2010s i think was very off the rack everything was yeah. like very store-bought little cute dress and it has evolved into this like elaborate costume mm-hmm. style now where everything's like like you can't find anything off the rack it's yeah all, it's all original know. it's all yes, custom yes but i kind of like that like that's no, the kind I like of vibe i yeah. enjoy obviously like you know money um comes and goes but money is a thing mm-hmm. it exists yeah um so it does kind of limit you sometimes yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and in forms in terms of like real, like realistically yeah realistically things. making things yeah um but like if you can and like there's a way you can do it it's definitely worth it because mm-hmm. then people start to see that like you're creating things that are coming from you instead yeah. of just buying things um so you can kind of show more of like your personality mm-hmm. more of like the vibe and the aesthetic you're going for yeah yeah, yeah. so in that same sort of way with your makeup because obviously drag makeup is like a whole nother entity yes. <laughs> yes. how does that kind of like affect your like your confidence going into drag and like how you oh my god this persona yeah the makeup. makeup is like the makeup does it for me like yeah. the makeup like as soon as i'm done the makeup like as I soon would. as the lashes go on and the lip is done i'm i don't even need the wig on i'm just yeah. like oh. i'm in it You're I yes Frey is here <laughs> the bitch is here yeah um no yeah i absolutely love makeup i definitely like kind of got into it in a um, not like a traditional way, I guess, because everyone else kind of learns makeup first. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was, like I said, when I was younger, I was like, I'm not that gay. I would never mm-hmm. wear makeup. So I kind of had slowly got into it. I taught myself glam makeup first by just watching like tutorials and, yeah. um, you know, all that fun stuff you do when you're learning makeup and then just practicing. And yeah. I have like, I, I'll show you later some really awful photos and videos <laughs> that are just like, yes. I can't believe that was you because yeah. now my makeup I'm is so different. For all of um, these oh my God. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just, honestly, it was a really fun journey because I, when I started doing makeup, I didn't do it with the intent of starting drag. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like learned all like the glam stuff and I used to watch all those videos. Um, and then I watched drag tutorials and then I got into drag makeup yeah, and it yeah. took a while to um, Get differentiate the yeah. two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they are so different. They are, yeah. I feel sure. like, um, like highlighting and shading and like the blocking the brows and all of that changes the shape of your face mm-hmm. in a different way than just like normal everyday makeup yeah well like the 
Yeah, I mean the whole like um, I guess like first step of drag is like reshaping your whole face. Exactly. And yeah. At least for my makeup, it's bringing it up and kind yeah. of bringing everything more it's feminine. Like plastic surgery. Yeah. yeah, it's a plastic <laughs> makeup. surgery with yeah, makeup. Yeah. Really. So that's what that, that's the kind of makeup I like to do at the moment, at least. Yeah. I like to, everything to be kind of like pulled. And Has it changed quite a bit as you've gone on? Like yes. what you like to do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish I could just be like show you and just be like, well, look, we'll, see we'll this one. Them, we'll put them up. But, um, to see oh my gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> you've said it. You have to. I know. Um, well, yeah, like it was, it was hard to learn. Um, obviously like the brows is one of the hardest yeah, things yeah, to yeah. learn how to do and do like, you know, well, well and flat. Yeah. Um, cause like, yeah, you're reshaping your face. So, mm. um, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, where was that going? We were talking about I do that all the face time. and bringing it up to make it more feminine. Oh, your stages of makeup. Yeah, my sa- yeah thank stages. you. Um, yes. Yeah, it was like awful. And then <laughs> and then like, oh, okay. And then like, oh, okay, that's passable. And then yeah. since then, even now, my makeup, like the way it is now, has is completely different to the way it was even a month ago. Yeah. I was yeah. looking at a photo of me in drag like a few days ago compared mm-hmm. to like last month. So different. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I don't really know. It's... Before my stages of makeup were so like you could just tell it was like okay she's learned how to do brows yeah. she's learned how to contour she's learned how to do like mm-hmm. you know a really good cut crease, um, and then now it's kind of I'm kind of more open to like experimenting and more open right. to like just like trying new things and mm-hmm. not always having just like the traditional like Freya makeup on yeah yeah I um, guess if you have the skills now to do all the things you can just start yeah but it also it just up. keeps it interesting as well yeah, yeah, especially because totally. makeup was one of the big reasons of why I got into drag because mm-hmm. I fell in love with makeup and then I was like oh I can do that with drag mm-hmm. um like be- that being such a like big love I have I I like to switch it up and I yeah. like that I can change my face and I think recently I've also been like oh like now that I actually um, have kind of been doing, you know, the Freya face or the Freya mug for, you know, so long, um, I can afford to switch it up yeah, now and, and try like, different things. As your skills grow, that your, well. like your face changes, like you yes. learn how to do things better and then it, mm. yeah, it changes the way yeah. it comes out. Yeah. And also just like going to more gigs and seeing everyone else's makeup. I'm such a yeah. makeup person. I look at everyone's makeup and I'm just like, interesting. That's an, Take okay. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah, I just, I, I find it really interesting the way everyone does makeup like in such a different way. But mm-hmm. like when you think about it, it, like when someone asks you about drag makeup, it's just like, oh, drag makeup yeah. as like a general thing. Yeah. But each drag so queen individual. or drag performer is so individual. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. No, that's yeah. really cool. So you said that you grew up with four women in your mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Um, so what was the reaction from, you know, them and other people around you when you sort of came out and were like, I'm going to do drag. Like, this is what's happening. Um, my mom loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, my little sister likes it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, um, cool, cool, cool. That is it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, my, my, my friends are supportive and my chosen family is supportive. Yeah. Um, some of my family are supportive. Um, yeah, I think for, for certain people, it's hard for them um, where you grow up and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, kinda, yeah, yeah some, sometimes it's, yeah, as people just don't understand it. And as much as like you try and try and try to get them yeah. to understand, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't always doesn't come happen. across. Yeah, and yeah. I think I've realized recently that if like there is a family member or a friend or even someone I was close to that doesn't understand the drag it's actually i don't actually have to convince them i don't have to teach them anything about that if Mm -hmm. they are like no then you know what i mean it's not my place and i don't really care enough to be like no please like drag please like it you know what i mean it's not for you i'm doing it for me yeah yeah doing you that's what matters for sure we've had a lot of those conversations like through this Mm -hmm. 
like about just like like coming out or drag mm-hmm. specifically and it's just yeah like eventually you just have to do you like, yeah no- i think I, and then a lot of people a lot of people um kind of resonate with the fact that like as much as like we've all had you know sometimes a stressful or like um a not as positive coming out mm-hmm. whether it's um like being gay or being a drag queen because sometimes drag queens do feel like they have to come out like mm, a yeah. second time because it's like I'm not only gay but I yeah. also just like, yeah, like yeah, a woman yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also talk um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh sorry dad yeah <laughs> um, but yeah mm. I yeah, forgot so. where that was going but yeah <laughs> no, no, no no I get that I grew up in a religious family yes same and so a lot like I have never formally come out to my parents I think they're aware of it, it. yeah um, they would be silly to like they'd be naive to to not to not know, know. About it, yeah but also I feel like I don't need to come out. Like I, that's not my responsibility. My sisters mm-hmm. are straight and they didn't come out. So why should I have to do that? Period. And it took me a long time to get to that point of just like, I'm just going to do me now. Like yep. this podcast, like I'm really open about it all. And they, it's there for them to listen to and all the rest of my family to listen to if they want to. Yep. I don't know. Hey guys, if you're listening. <laughs> um, Hi. But I also, yeah, I also like just don't really care enough to be bothered if they care yeah you know, like you, I, just, you know what i'm in the same spot because yeah. i also have never like officially come out like yeah. people in high school just assumed it yeah afterwards people assumed it i've never like made a post i've never had like a big hi everyone i'm gay yeah, yeah, yeah. i've just yeah i just i've never felt the need just, to like, done me. i've had yeah. a conversation with my mom about it and with my dad about it and like my family about it like privately but like all of that was n- like i've never felt the need so i completely yeah, see yeah. what you mean and i've just you do just, me yeah like you just get to a place where you're like i actually don't care yeah i'm just gonna do i know I what i know yeah. yeah and like i don't i don't define myself as anything i use queer because it just feels yep. right like umbrella terms and like i don't care to ever figure out lesbian bisexual pants i, I don't care like yeah. queer works and like i'm good yeah. i just will such a good th- but like such a like that takes so long to get to that place yeah. of being like you know what I am queer and I'm okay with it. Yeah. And I actually don't have an issue with the word queer as well. Yeah. Growing up, I could not stand that word. Mm-hmm. I actually couldn't even say the word gay out loud. Like it, I used to start crying. Yeah. It was so stressful yeah. growing up and, yeah. and I'm sure you understand. Yeah. And yeah. It was yeah. just a really taboo, religious household. Like, yeah. It was so really, taboo. it was really like a time in my life where I felt like I had to like hide absolutely mm-hmm. everything yeah. about myself. Yeah. And I think I haven't even come to terms to that until like now into mm-hmm. my adulthood because I'm only kind of realizing now that like there are things that I can and can't do, things that like I don't need to do, yeah. things that I just have become co- more comfortable with myself, mm-hmm. um, that I have like realized, oh my God, I didn't even need that validation from anyone else to get here. Like that yeah. is so annoying that I spent so many years yeah, yeah. like feeling this type of way about it. Yeah. Um, when now I'm just like, damn, I wish I could just go back and be like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so fine. Just relax. Just like, yeah you're fine yeah Yeah. you know what's great like now like not saying this podcast or anything but just overall in like society i think it's becoming slowly more like that sort of thing where you don't have to come out you can just like be your own person yeah which you know you hope it keeps going like that i hope it keeps going like that that yeah yeah. it makes me so uncomfortable yeah like when people yeah (laughs) yeah like the like i have noticed more recently and I don't know if this is a case of like me just being more comfortable with my um, my identity or or the world. I don't know. But when I tell people, I don't feel the need to be like, oh yeah, and by the way, I like women as well. It's just mm. kind of like, oh yeah, like I went on a date with this girl and like blah blah blah. And people mostly are just like, yeah, cool, whatever. And 
But there's that one person who gives you a reaction, yeah. and you're like, and they're like, I had no idea, yeah. and you're like, uh, yeah, you're like, well, I just told you, get over it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, move exactly. on, yeah, like it's not anything, mm. like it just is it just is like it's kind of like pronouns when someone like makes a mistake and you're just like just fix it and move on yeah. like don't dwell on it and be like oh my god i'm so sorry i didn't know like here's my excuse of fix yeah. it and move on yeah don't talk yeah. about it yeah oh yeah. sorry don't make a big deal yeah sorry about it. yeah exactly you learned you yeah. corrected yourself move on mm-hmm. yeah period so speaking about you know coming out and the issues around that and the drag scene what is it like for you being a person of colour in a largely whitewashed industry? And have you faced much adversity with that? Um, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, w- when I started drag, it was um, a lot more, I think, apparent than it is now because I've been doing it for um, nearly two years. But I think when I first started drag, it was a lot more evident that getting a gig would be a little bit harder for me personally. I'm just going to speak from my experience. Um, would be a little bit, was going to be a little bit harder or I, ha- I would have to do, you know, quite a few free gigs before I would get, you know, a paid one. Um, because of that fact, if that makes sense, yeah. it was kind of something that when I started drag going into it, I didn't really think of. Um, it wasn't until, excuse me, I'm getting congested. Oh. Um, <laughs> Well, it wasn't until I started regularly trying to actually get gigs um, that I noticed, I guess is what I'm trying to say, that it would be more difficult for me. Right. Um, a lot of the venues that I used to perform at or have performed at or just venues in general in Brisbane, um, I would say some are definitely guilty of um, tokenizing POC drag queens or drag artists, I should say. Um, there are a lot of events that think it's completely normal and okay to like cast a full production or cast a show and then be like, oh my God, wait, okay, cool. I need someone else there who doesn't, you know, looks white. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of bring someone else in or... A diversity card. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. It was it's it was just really obvious, I think, to me um, at that stage when I was starting that... it. it it came across, I'll say, it came across as tokenism, um, tokenism, is that yeah, a word? Yeah, yeah. it came across as tokenism only because um, there were so many events I was doing where that was the case. And, that, you know, I was the only, you know, POC person there or I was the only person there who, you know, came from a different place. Um, that definitely, I think a lot of the white guilt comes into play there with these event organizers because they feel the need to include us, which in and of itself should be a positive thing, but it comes across as tokenism when you have a lineup of queens or a lineup of artists who are all white Mm -hmm. um, and there is, you know, the one token POC person. And I think when that started happening to me, um, it made me feel not nice. It didn't make me feel great. It made me feel like I sometimes was only being booked because of my skin color, which was the opposite of what I was experiencing at yeah. the start, which was... <laughs> so it, it does get confusing as well. But I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, it's, such it's a just... such a hard balance of, is this that I'm lucky that I'm getting these things? Yeah. But it's not good because I want to be getting them because you're like... You're yeah. yeah. And, you, and it's like something <clears> that like you don't want to be thinking of. Like as an artist, you don't want to be the person who's like, oh, I'd, oh I've seen the poster. Is 
am I the token? Oh, okay, I see now. Yeah. It yeah. makes it makes it a bit awkward. And it's not something you can just say to that event organizer as well. You can't, because then I will come across as like, the angry POC who's like, well, why aren't there other POCs here as well? Yeah. yeah. And you're almost like, kind of, I want to say like gaslighting yourself into being like, yeah. I'm actually not getting hired for my talent. It's because of the color of my skin or whatever else. Yeah. When actually, no, it should be about your talent yeah, and exactly. nothing else. Like, mm. and I think, and I think the great thing is um, that I've learned, and I think, I think this this does come from um, being like part of the House of Thick, um, mm-hmm. one of the prominent drag houses in Brisbane. Is that um, because I have that support system? I've learned that if I feel like I am being tokenized, I can actually just say no. And if and if I feel like I'm being put in that place where I'm being used in that way. I actually have the agency to say like, actually, I'm going to say no to this gig. Thanks for asking. But, you know, I need to make sure that my drag is coming across and my drag um, and or even just like doing it, period, like doing doing my drag at whatever event it is or whatever it is. Um, it's being done for the right reason, if that makes sense. And, yeah. and I'm comfortable with knowing whether I am being used as a token or I'm not being used as a token, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. That's great that you have that. That, so what is it, House of Thick? So yeah, so the House of <coughs> Thick is um, a prominent drag house in Brisbane, which just means that we're kind of like a little family. Mm. Um, and we have like a drag mother, a father. Kind of um, like and, a union. And that's <laughs> so like, like your rights and stuff? Yes. Like you oh my like gosh, I wish. We need drag rights. <laughs> yeah. We need a drag union. Honestly. Um, look, the Greens have new seats out. in Brisbane. <laughs> I'm hoping that means I don't know how they're correlated, but I'm hoping that means drag <laughs> union is coming. Yes. Well, because yeah, it's it's less of a union, more of a family. Yeah. So it's more just like for support. like emotional support, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and like also just having that support to go to in times of like. Because when I first started drag, I didn't know that I was sometimes being used as a token, you mm-hmm. know, on the poster. I didn't know that I was, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so having. Um, that drag family, which, oh, sorry, by the way, I should have said, uh, the House of Thick is like an all POC um, drag oh, yeah. house. Cool. Um, so everyone's a person of color. Um, and we all come from different backgrounds and like skills. And everyone is such, even though we're a family, everyone kind of has like their own style of makeup, style yep. of, you know, clothes and stuff like that. So everyone's individual, which is really cool as well. But we get to like come together and, you know, I get to ask, you know, my drag mother, Luna Thick, it's is someone that I can confide in, someone I can say, hey, girl, like, do you think this is sus that, you know, yeah. there's like, you know, six queens at the show and I'm the only person mm-hmm. who's, you know what I mean? Um, and I think sometimes audience members, event organizers, I think everyone sometimes doesn't always think about that as well when it comes to even just like, again, like having the drag queens on the posters or having us on the lineup um, is that we do notice that like we we see that so whether it's like being seen from like the an outside perspective isn't really like i don't want to say not important but it it isn't as necessary i guess yeah Mm. but it should be yeah if that makes sense did any of that make sense (laughs) um so what would you like to see change in brisbane drag then um to make it more i guess welcoming to like other queens um you know, other minorities or mm-hmm. whatnot. I would love to just see more. Period. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes. No, but like more events that are accessible, you know, more shows that are inclusive, yeah. you know, 
um, in Brisbane right now, there's lots of production value shows that um, are happening where you can buy tickets to go and stuff like that. For mm-hmm. example, um, cute little plug, um, Rhythmology in June 2022. Um, it's an all POC cast. It's oh, like cool. um, an urban dance showcase. There are you know trans femme queens. There oh, are wow. drag queens, um, and it's this. And where is it playing? Uh, we are. Metro Arts, oh, cool. uh, the new Metro Arts in West End is where we're showing. Um, awesome. Ticket links can, the ticket link is um, if you just look up Rhythmology on Instagram or Facebook. Look it up. Um, <laughs> look it up. Um, <laughs> or you can go to my Instagram, Freya Armani, it's in mine. Um, but yeah, it's like a really cool, um, it's, a, it's, it's a different kind of show for Brisbane, I think. Because I mm-hmm. think a lot of, when people think of Brisbane drag, they think of nightclubs. They think yeah. of even drag brunch. They think of, um, you know, a bar. I think it's really cool now that, um, a lot of us are dipping our toes into more production value things, mm, more yeah. theatrical things. Um, there's lots of cool places now where you can go where you can actually see, um, you know, theater level shows and like productions that yeah. um, a lot of states outside of Brisbane don't don't yeah. really dip their toes in. How did that come about? Was that through House of Thick or? <clears throat> yeah. So the, um, so Tyson is. Um, one of the founders of the House of Thick, and I th- I'm uh, fairly certain he's the um, organizer and uh, manager of um, all the stuff we do for Rhythmology. Cool. Um, and he's he's got an amazing network of people who you know for like sound techs and lighting, and so he knows how to you know really um, get the value out of um, um, the entertainment. If that makes yeah. sense, yeah. yeah. Put so, on a show. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, it's it's it, it's a whole house of thick thing, you know. It's we're organizing it and we're dancing in it and we're also, you know what I mean. Mm. Um, so more things so like yeah. that around Brisbane to really. I like. would love that, yeah, and because <laughs> I, I and because I have that theater background as well, I would love to do like yeah. you know yeah. my I would love to write and because I've um, directed my own theater shows before, awesome. I've written my own as well. Um, I would love to like write a show for Freya yeah. you know what I mean a full like start to finish show I love maybe like that. I like get in drag during the show like yeah. the show part of the process is like me getting in drag maybe like in the show I get out of, I don't know um but Ooh, yeah I, I'd, I'd love so to combine cool. like you know my theater background yeah. with drag Gotta use a degree for something yes oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. I paid for it I know. Yeah. that's, that's literally what I want to do but the other side of it where like I don't want to do the drag part but I want to be in the theater I want to yeah. like stage manage that there you go, you guys so, can work together. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, we'll let's it, yeah. <laughs> I'll do your marketing. Part two, yeah. Oh my gosh. The whole team. It's Y'all can film day. it, yeah. <laughs> so oh, good. awesome. We'll talk, yeah. Yes, but yeah, I, I, I love that, and I love that um, it's coming up more in Brisbane. Yeah. Um, another little plug, uh, the switch up, which um, yes. Lulu's a part yeah, of as well. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, she we would have spoke talking. about that. Yeah. Um, great, you know, comedy, drag, so combination fun. show. Love that. Cool. Yeah. So many cool things going on. Yeah. Yes. And more would be great. I know. That's yeah. what I think I said it in I said it in one of the episodes. I'll say it I'll say it again. I just feel like I as a queer person know all these things. Like I know mm. all of this is happening. And I just want to like shake people by the shoulders and be like, you don't even know how many good things are out like, there. Why aren't you like, coming why, to this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why aren't you going? Yeah. Go and look at all of the crazy things that happen. Like the switch up. Such mm. a fun it's show. So fun. Yeah. Such a fun show. And, and like, like who like, wouldn't want to, sorry to cut you off. Who okay. wouldn't want to like just get drunk at a, like a really cool, like dimmed bar yes. and like see drag queens be silly, comedians be hilarious and then force them to swap yes. and force the drag queens to it's be funny. So good. And I was barely funny. <laughs> <laughs> But it's fun, no, you know what I mean? Like, fun. watch someone bomb on stage. Why not? It's, <laughs> it is good. It's, it's so Yeah, fun. right? And because yeah. they're drag queens, they're not going to be like, 
oh my god i'm so, like yeah. oh my god i'm bombing they're, they're gonna be like okay i'm bombing oh well yeah you know yeah. I mean? yeah yeah that's exactly. the best part i love it it's so yeah. when yeah. is that on till they they do it monthly yeah, yeah so they cool. do it regularly every oh, month yeah. as and far it's like, as i'm aware uh, they change the jc proco the, awesome it's like a different lineup every month yeah Love it's yeah. really fun we should it's really fun. Go. yeah so okay little extra question oh would your bonus self <laughs> question would your younger self be surprised by where you are at this point in your life yes mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i th- i um i've said this before i don't think even when i started drag that i expected to like be buying space for it and to like you know what yeah. i mean have like a whole wig cupboard and stuff like that it wasn't something that i thought i would be doing professionally or as a career mm-hmm. or seriously at all <laughs> honestly the first time i was like i'm just gonna see what i can do was when i did that shitty makeup and mm-hmm. that flat wig and yeah. i literally I have the video so <laughs> i i literally didn't even shave i have this like hairy chest and i'm in like my old apartment and i'm just like dancing to some tragic yeah. hall song <laughs> Like, and, and that was I what I thought. That. Yeah, I was like, yeah. drag is just going to be fun for me. I'm just going to, yeah. you know, I've been a dancer for eight years. I've studied acting. I'm just going to have fun with it. Yeah. And now it's something I take seriously. So it's, that part alone is crazy because that was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that could happen. Yeah. As a kid, I didn't even think I was going to be like able to be openly gay, if I'm mm-hmm. being honest. Yeah. I, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to move countries to be able to be openly gay. Like, yeah. oh my God. Um, but yeah, now... I'm like some random successful drag queen in Brisbane. And I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. It is. It's so good though. So weird. It is so nice to, like even on just like mundane things, like I always say to my best friend that I wish I could go back and take my year eight self, like my like 12 year old self out to lunch and just be like, girl, you're going to be so great. And you don't even know. Like I just Mm want to like give her a hug and be like, everything that you're stressed about right now is nothing. And like, everything's going to be amazing. And your life is going to be so good. And you're going to be so loved. And like, just like just imagine how you how much you would have like appreciated hearing that i think about it all the time how much if i could just have like one conversation with young you know young little adam it would just change so much yes really crazy it is crazy oh it's so nice yeah it's so nice do you think sorry i actually don't are you do you identify as like straight or straight okay yeah yeah do you ever think think. about that and (laughs) um like in I what? think. <laughs> Do you ever think I about think it's like a if spectrum you, though? I don't. Yeah. I haven't honestly really thought about it that much before. And also, I didn't grow up in like at all a religious household. Like I was super open. Like yeah. my parents are the most chill people ever. So I don't think I ever like thought to think about it. But I don't know. I think it's definitely like a spectrum. But I haven't really yeah. thought about it yeah. that much yet. I feel like as queer people, we think about. Oh my gosh, I'm so congested. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, everyone. Um, I think as queer people, we spend so much time reflecting on our past and our childhoods because of how traumatic and fucked up it can be. Can I swear? How fucked up it can be sometimes. Because like it it really affects us. And because we grow up from a young age being like, wait, I think I'm different. I think I'm queer. I think I'm gay or I think I'm lesbian, whatever it might be. Um, Because we have that like in our heads Mm -hmm. from a young age. Like when you you grow up, you kind of you're like, wait, like. If I could just go back and yes. ease that mind and a little bit, it would change so much. Like yeah. the fact that you've never thought about it is so crazy. Yes. It's just so interesting to me. Like, yeah, I've spent like every waking moment from such a young child. Like I remember my childhood bedroom when I was like under 10, watching like some movie and being like, oh my yeah. God, she's so pretty. I want to be her best friend. And obviously now that I am like an adult, I can recognize that as like, I Fuck, she's hot. Yeah, <laughs> crush on whoever. Yeah. Was I on do TV. wonder if, like, the reason I haven't thought about it as much is because, like, I'm not. It's not like a big deal to me because I. 
because you didn't grow up that way yeah, of course. like yeah, i do think yeah. like, i have a boyfriend now for like last five years well fuck you no, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um love him but i do think like you know if i did meet a girl or something instead like i don't know like maybe i would have gone down that path yeah but it's just i never really thought about it i think because of that so it sucks that it's not open for everyone like that that mm. it has to be like a big thought thing mm. yeah where you're like what am i what? and like that whole yeah like, yeah you know you're watching these movies and thinking oh but I'm, i can't be i'm yeah. not it's just and when you think about it it's so weird that like you're you're such a young like malleable little kid and you're thinking about all these like things that really affect you and are yeah. so adults when you think about it yeah and it's like yeah queer kids really think about that from a young age yeah. because we have to go through that Literally. and a lot of us have to go through it alone as well yeah yeah which is like exactly what i like i didn't tell anyone i just was like this is something that we're going to deal with at a later date yeah and i pushed it to the back of my mind and obviously like it came up a few times like as i was growing up where i was like oh my god like that girl in school like i want to be her best friend because like oh my god and then was like oh actually no that it's called a girl crush mm. um, <laughs> girl mm. <laughs> And then, yeah, it was, like, always something that I just was, like, we'll deal with it later. Like, we're going to worry about that at a later date. You can't be that. So, like, we're just going to shove it over here and pretend that that never happened. And then it all kind of just, like, I started going to drag things. I, like, put myself into, like, a queer environment and was, like, this is my people. That's why you need the awareness to go. Yeah. yeah. This I'm is not a thing. Yeah, I'm not I alone in this. Like, I'm not the only person that feels that way. And then That's I was, awesome. like, oh, here we are. I think – and I – Honestly, I, and I also didn't come out to my family until I was like 19. Mm -hmm. So this was like two years ago. Yeah. Been, wow. <laughs> I did not even think about that. Oh. That is really crazy. Yeah. Like with, like with what you were saying before, like I, like the whole going through it alone and like not knowing. Yeah. I didn't come out until I was like about 19 to my family because I didn't have that community and I didn't have mm. like those people that I could talk to about yeah. it or um, like involve myself with until I was an adult. Yes. Same. So it was so weird for me because I, I you know all my friends are like, oh yeah, I came out at thirteen. Oh, I came out in high school. I came yeah. out at sixteen. Blah, blah blah. I'm like, oh shit, like <laughs> mine was two years ago. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, yeah. it just wasn't safe for me to no, come out. Exactly that. Yeah. At home, like, if I had done that, I would have been putting myself in an un unsafe position. Which exactly. is so And like, and not a lot of people understand that either. A lot of people are like, well, like, why? You're like, yeah. why did it take you and so? Like, and even queers as well yeah. still don't understand that. Like, I don't know that my parents would have kicked me out, but they might have. Yeah. And the way that they felt, or particularly my dad felt about queer people was very strongly. Yeah. And I was not going to put myself in a position where I was the brunt of that. Yeah. So it's just not worth it to me at that point to even talk about it. My, mine was very, very similar. Yeah. My dad had had his views and yep. there was no kind of Swaying nudging or swaying yep. and that was what was really hard for me because obviously i was growing up hearing all these things yes and it's um, like internalized homophobia because yes. you've been told it's wrong forever that you're like i'm wrong yeah i shouldn't and that's be like probably that. where the like i'm not that gay came yeah. from <laughs> yeah. at the start yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. fully yeah it's cr crazy yes it's the childhood trauma <laughs> it's a childhood trauma for me <laughs> it's so crazy to me i don't know yeah so is it horrible hearing us like yeah. joke about it no like, no okay. it's, i mean look, like, like i guess a lot of people joke about trauma because yeah. it's like a way if to I don't laugh deal with it yeah, yeah, yeah so. but it's just it's so it's so <laughs> sad that like people have to grow up like that i don't know yeah. it's just but yeah, i think i just like, think how different would it be if everyone yeah. didn't give Honestly, a shit who I, everyone wants to fuck or yes be with. I, I like am why does it matter living like i am 
waiting i am the kind of person who is like itching for the day that like the young kids yeah, can just, just exactly be just themselves grow. and they just grow up and they just become people and what like whoever they want to sleep with doesn't actually yeah. come yeah. up in conversation or well, the generation matter. who will have those kids yes exactly yeah. the good thing. and so i really because i mean no our generation there are definitely are some idiots for There's sure that are just a yeah. lot of that have <laughs> see, like, yeah. that have like learned yes, from their parents yeah. and that they've learned it so intricately that they're so stubborn they're not going to change yeah, it's whether so they're like our age or not such a core belief to them that this is how things and, are yeah and it's crazy to me sometimes that even people our age can't yeah. can't get it yeah and it, like even yeah. like stuff with racism like that is so to their core their belief because that is all they've ever known which is not an excuse just mm. be better mm. But, but if that's like what you've grown it, up with every yeah, single yeah. day of your life. And same yeah. with that's like your normal. being homophobic. You've grown up in a household where they've so strongly, you know, said this is how it is. But like you can be who you are despite that or in spite of that. Yeah. Yep. So be better. <laughs> be better. I mean, be better. I literally had um, a customer today. Oh, my gosh. This is, oh, my God. Yeah, it happened today um, at the... Two Brothers Cafe in Drapilly. Come see us. POC queer friendly um, owned cafe by Drag Queen. Yeah, cool. Um, my brother and I'm I own the cafe. There. It's Two Brothers Cafe in Indro. Come along if you like. Really good coffee. Imagine being at 22 and <laughs> <laughs> and um, owning a cafe. That is so Thank cool. you. Yeah, I it was that. crazy. Awesome. Thank you so much. But I had a customer um, today who like even said something that was a bit racist. And then I kind of just looked at him like, no, no. I can't even say anything right now because you're spending money at my cafe yeah. and um it, he literally just like paused and went oh sorry that probably wasn't politically correct and i was like oh, sir yeah i was like and it's not something i can repeat either it was it wasn't no. yeah it was just it was just like rude and it very much and it was about me and i was like what yeah. and like me and my brother's cafe it's very uh diverse like we have yeah. like all kinds of skin types we have all kinds of learning um abilities we mm-hmm. have all kinds of people from different countries and stuff like that yeah. um we've always just been very inclusive obviously our family is brown so we don't really have any prejudice against hiring yeah Mm -hmm. for sure um so it's always just been really diverse and like another customer made a comment about how like a lot of the staff that we had working there were you know poc or you know of a disability or of something else or and um or or just um a comment about like how a lot of my baristas were gay mm-hmm. um and i'm pretty sure oh my god there was this one time i was walking past this customer um and there was this straight i'm assuming they were straight because they were rude but um there were straight <laughs> guys and like they one of them made a comment about how they were like oh my god three fags all working today oh. and i and i walked by and i fully stopped in my tracks and i was like do i say something do i say something and i'm in uniform oh. i was wor- i just had given them like a coffee or something and i was like oh. I, I really can't yeah like what you're trash yeah. like the next coffee I bring out is just like spit in suck it. a dick yeah, <laughs> yeah. like the froth is just like fuck you yeah. <laughs> but yeah it was I, I couldn't believe that I, I couldn't believe yeah, yeah I should have just been like here's a free coffee on me yeah, yeah and it's from just, your favorite fag because I shut yeah. it yeah <laughs> but like it, I just even whoa that was like a big like um, my mind, my mind was like. Hey. Um, even like, yeah, like nowadays, I you don't think about it, and like, like you were saying before, like, like the time is changing now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like everything is in such a transitional period. I feel yeah. like um in society that 
I don't really ex- personally, I don't really expect that of people anymore. And, and if they do say stuff like that, I really do expect them to say it under their breath. Yeah. But it was just comments like that, like to it's my face jarring. or like right when I just drop off yeah. a coffee and walk away. Oh, wow. It's so, yeah, jarring is a yeah. great word for it. Cause I've just, I fully stopped and I was like, do I say something? Like, yeah. Yeah. can I say something? Cause like mm. in any other situation, I've, I've told you guys, I'm like so bluntly honest. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I will just say it how it is sometimes. Yeah. And I really had to go to myself like, no, like you're, you're at work, you're professional. Mm-hmm. You can't, call out a customer for yeah. speaking about you and your stuff like that like, you can. but also yeah. i wish i could yeah, yeah like it's like but if i had said that then you know i would have lost business i yeah. would have you know that could have resulted in like a horrible review being yeah. left and which is like so insane yeah because it, you know if i did have stood up for myself or you know my other staff you can also be putting everyone could, in danger exactly like, yes yeah. yeah i fully relate to what you're saying though i so my mom is white, but mm-hmm. my dad isn't. So my entire like dad's side of the family are brown. And I'm obviously a white passing person. So people think that they can say those things to me. And I'm like, you don't... You don't understand. To, you don't get to yeah. do that. You're like, you don't... No. Just because I look like a white person, they feel comfortable... That is so interesting. I was just going to say... racist comments to me. And I'm like, I'm not one of you. Mm. First of all, second of all, I'm also not the one to make racist comments to because I will call you out because of my family history. And not even because of my family history, because in general, it's it's wrong. We just don't. But it's, yeah, it's crazy. Like you don't expect it to happen. And then someone says something like that to me. And I'm like, are you only saying that to me because... I'm white and you think that I'm on your side because yes. I'm not. <laughs> I was I'm just going to say, do you think that's because they think that like you're I on their so. side? I that really is so messed so. up to me that they think like, oh, I'm in a safe space. So let me just talk yep. some shit. Yeah. That's yep. actually racist. Yeah. It's and I've seen it happen crazy. as well in person. It's crazy. And like my, so my parents are South African mm-hmm. and I have found that a lot of white South Africans have been quite racist to me upon finding out where my dad's from. Mm. Cause I'll immediately oh. ask, I'll go, oh, oh, you're South African too. Amazing. Where, like, where are your family from? And I'll tell them. And my dad grew up in an area which was predominantly like people of color. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as they hear that, they're like, oh, right. Oh, and it's like an immediate girl. like snub to whatever I've you're said. Not fully white. And then, yeah, they don't want to talk to me about being South African anymore because I'm not a white. You're not of their I'm South African. I'm not fully white South African. Yeah, That's it's so crazy. crazy. That is... Mm. It's tea. <laughs> That's it's not tea. <laughs> no. It's piping hot, but it ain't tea. tea. Let me tell you. No. Check yeah. that shit out. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, just those little microaggressions like just, yes the microaggressions and the fact that they think that it's okay because, because they're in a safe space or they're with someone that's like them no. makes me so I, I get really run up like, about how it how many other people out there that look like me that are racist join in like how many how yeah. many people probably like, is, way there, too many like is that a thing like where you can go to another person and they've f- found comfort in each other in saying these comments yeah it's like so wild to me because i'm like how are you okay with that how are you okay with being that person mm. it's disgusting do better. Okay, so this is a question that we ask everyone mm-hmm. at the end. Um, so, what makes you most proud to be queer? Oh, um, oh, that's such a lovely question. <laughs> what makes me most proud to be queer? I would say um, the community I have, the community that is around me. Um, obviously, like the broader community as well. But like we said before, like. Every, uh, um, everyone everywhere can always improve mm-hmm. um, but yeah my specific um, community or at least the queer people I have around me yeah. super super grateful and super super proud um, I guess to have that. I think I'm proud that I have them because yeah. I, like I said when I was younger I didn't think I 
would be able to accept it, let alone be surrounded by such amazing, queer, talented people. Um, so yeah, I think I would say that. Does yeah. that answer the question? No, yeah. it does. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the community for sure. That's kind of what mine was as well, mm-hmm. where it's just like unconditional love, which like, yes. I didn't get. And then I came into a group of people that were all queer and was like, this is where I'm meant to be. Like, this is my place with mm. my people. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. What about you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> What's your most proudest moment about being queer? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're like, I, I didn't know. I yeah. think my most proud, like looking and like having this podcast oh, yes, and seeing, yep. it would be the same thing. And that's what most people have said, the whole community aspect. Mm. Because it it's very clear to me, like having that. It's like anything, even like not just in like the queer community, but any community. Mm. I guess like POC as well, like anything yep. having that like theater i don't know like every sort of industry having people that you can relate to is so important mm-hmm. so yeah yeah especially really in cool. in the instance of being queer where it's taboo in most cases or in a lot of cases so when you have a group of people that have the same experience or similar experience it is so nice like reassuring reassuring fully that's you know, exactly you, it you know you're not alone yes which is yeah. so important yeah and you also i feel like you also or at least i have developed um you develop friends that kind of like i said before like, kind of like chosen family yep. like sometimes you connect with those people and you're like wow like we really connect we really understand each other you know is life perfect do we always agree no but at least you're someone who i can sit down um, have a conversation with and I can disagree without you getting upset without yeah. me getting upset respect each other I feel no like yeah what. I feel like the queer community a lot of people um, have the ability to mm-hmm. be able to accept other people's perspectives and other people's point of views yeah um, without being like well no this is how I see it what about me yeah like that yeah no I That's agree awesome. for sure Woo! Okay, so is there Woo! anything else that you would like to plug yeah to your the Instagram oh my gosh We've Hello. had a few throughout. Can you I, managed to get some in there already. We're going to speak directly <laughs> to I, the yeah. audience. Hello, queer listeners. Um, queer <laughs> <laughs> Not the straight. Oh my gosh, queer, yeah, not the heteros. Um, good morning to all queers. I'm kidding, only. Um, no. Um, sorry. Oh, plug. Sorry. Okay, cool. Um, no, well, you can follow me on Instagram at Adam Hab or Freya Armani if you want to follow the drag journey. Um, if you're interested to have a look at a queer POC run business, it's twobrothers.cafe on Instagram. Um, and yeah, definitely check out those production shows that I mentioned a little bit earlier if you're if that's your vibe and you're into it. Yeah. Um, Rhythmology? Rhythmology, yeah. yeah. If you're into like really amazing dancers, this th- these people are so talented. Um and like I said, yeah, there's so much for everyone. There's like trans women and there's um, hip hop and there's contemporary. Um, I'm there as well if you want to oh, come yeah. see me. Yeah. I want to go see it. Yeah, um, and the rest of my drag family and sisters and my mother as well. So Gorgeous. it's going to be an amazing event. That's in June. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Oh my God. Thank, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Let's do a clip. Oh, yes. Let's okay. do a cheers. Okay. Cheers.